Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C Senior. A dimly lit room where deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound and today, Little Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Donald J. Trump, insurrectionist. Or is he? Let's ask the Supreme Court. Why is Donald Trump being uh, assaulting my ears two seconds into the show? What's going on? There's a handful of Coloradans who say he's not eligible to be on the ballot having staged an insurrection, and according to the 14th Amendment, he can't be on the ballot anymore. And the Supreme Court's going to take a look at it today. Well, how about a tip of our cap to whatever squadron that was or whoever it was that took out that militia leader that killed our soldiers yesterday? That's quite the uh, pinpoint accuracy. Oh, yeah, many uh, jihadis checking out Glassdoor, and indeed, they've heard there's a cushy new opening at the head of that jihadi group. So, yes. Did you see the video of the aftermath of that? That is stunning that we can find a guy anywhere in the world and take out his car and nothing else around it. That is, that's got to put the... The fear of God into some people. Now, dealing with people who want to die because they think they're going to get the virgins and all that. that 
changes the calculation a little bit, but that's that's wild. Um, yeah, how do they track a specific goon like that through the desert? We had to have people on the ground, right? We had to have people on the ground following him around. We had to. to Boy, to, I hope we're paying to, them a lot. That's dangerous work. Oof. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, the car's just like in an urban area on a city street. And it's just like backing out, and then boom, it's on fire, and the and the guy inside it's dead, and and people around it are just like, what the heck happened? Because you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't know. You might hear a whistle or a click or something, but it would just be, you wouldn't see the plane. It would just it would be so weird. Wow, and Iraq's yeah. kind of upset, and um, I get I heard that we warned them afterwards. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Uh, after we get sorry about that, we uh, we just uh, if we find if somebody we don't like's in your country, we're just gonna we're gonna hey. stuff them from the sky. I hope we don't get anybody else by accident. We're about to drone a guy on your territory. Really? When? An hour ago. Right. So of course uh, you can't take anything the Iraqi government says seriously to the extent that you take anything our government says seriously. But like uh, the last uh, big uh, you know series of attacks. Our military, our uh, executive branch says we absolutely told them we were going to do it. But the Iraqi government can't be seen as permitting it. So they say they didn't warn us. They didn't tell us. This is a violation of our sovereignty and we're not going to have it anymore. So they look good and tough in front of their own peeps. But it's it's all uh, horse hockey. Well, I'm, I'm glad we did it and I'm glad we have the technology and I'm all for it. But it is, uh, it is something that we, because we're the United States... Do that in other sovereign countries because I mean, if uh, I don't know, China for instance just started snuffing people in various sovereign countries, like people that they they uh, they they find to be enemies of their country, just start blowing up on city streets. What the heck happened there? <laughs> you don't see a plane, nothing. Um, yeah. We we wouldn't like that much, and neither would neither would anybody else. Well, no, uh, to the extent that the Russians uh, poison people or whatever True. Uh, in, in parks in London. Yeah, there's outrage. But the only international law that matters is power. If you have the power to punish somebody for doing that crap on your soil, you punish them and they stop. If you don't, it'll continue. The only real international law is power. Quote me. And, of course, it doesn't Somebody always jot work. that down, would you? That sounds, that sounds really good. like that was good. That was one of my better ones. And, of course, it doesn't always work that well. We did have, who was president when we tried to strike somebody and we killed a, a guy and his family? Oh. Remember, he, was, he was going out to the grocery store or something like that. It had nothing to do with nothing. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was very early in the Biden administration, wasn't it? That was, uh, we have over-the-horizon abilities, uh, surveillance ability. We don't need people in Kabul. See, look at the, see how we just took a guy out? Yeah, I remember that was all that. That was a horrible story. It was a hardworking delivery man come home to his family. His kids are rushing out. Daddy, daddy, kerblooey, killed them all. Which is probably why it took a week and a half to get this guy, is they wanted to be extra, extra careful. They had the right person and nobody was around when uh, when he goes poof. Yeah. Do you think that's a deterrent for those those guys if they think, if they know, if I'm the commander of a strike in the United States that kills people, it's just a matter of days before I just disappear. Do you think that is a deterrent? I think they know they're in a dangerous business and they have that I want to be a martyr thing going. Uh, so no, I, it, it's no, I don't, I don't think so. Probably because it's not like it happens once a week. 
There are times it happens with fair regularity, but look at the number of groups. I saw a, a, a chart of the various jihadi groups in that part of the world, and there are a couple dozen of them that are significant. And there are probably, you know, half a dozen that are five figures of guys, or, or, or at least very close to that, you know, 10,000 plus. And so there's a hell of a lot of important commanders of a hell of a lot of jihadi groups just doing their job day after day. And once in a while, one gets snuffed. So, no, I don't think it's much of a deterrent. So do we feel differently about Joe Biden's willingness to punch back? Apparently, according to reporting, he gave the order like a week ago, just a couple of days after those soldiers died, to to figure out who the guy was that ordered this, take him out. So they've just been trying to nail that down for the last week and a half. Sure, it makes him less uh, look less weak and indecisive. Mm-hmm. He's still in that uh, part of the scale that's labeled weak and indecisive, <laughs> but less so. <laughs> okay, so he's moved into a, a better tier of weak and indec- indecisive. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then is the Supreme Court going to boot uh, Donald J. Trump off the ballot in Colorado, opening up the floodgates for him and getting to boot it off many more ballots? Is that going to happen today? I think they will. Not. There's almost no chance of it. Wow, the way you phrased your sentence, you misled me there briefly. I'm sorry. It's allergies. Um, eh, You know, I stand ready to be surprised. I often am. But no, this one seems like a real stretch to me. I haven't heard anybody that's not just a partisan say they think that that's going to happen or should happen. Yeah. yeah. That would open up such a can of worms. You know, on that topic, it's funny. Just going through uh, everything I go through to get ready for the show and and emails from folks and, and the rest of it. One of the most successful industries to pop up in the last several years has been the uh, feverish partisan bullcrap industry. And uh, the, those who perpetrate it, some of them are quite skillful. I could name names, but then people would write me angry emails I don't have any desire to see. Um, but if you can get people fired up, remember we learned uh, when you're angry, your IQ drops by like 20 points. Right. And what if you feel like self-righteous and, the and F- angry? And the FPPC really benefits from that, probably. The that feverish be- partisan bullcrap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The FPBC. They probably need a better name. Um uh, it's it's the the mark of our time, I think. I mean, the level. I, I somebody asked me the other yesterday. Uh, hey, how's how's life going? How's work? And I said I can feel the temperature creeping up back to the days of your uh, late Trump presidency, January sixth, that sort of thing, where everybody was angry about everything all the time. Well, that sounds fun. And anybody you introduced to even a shade of disagreement was immediately the enemy and should right. be insulted and screeched at. Yeah, we might be headed back there. Uh, I can tell you what my might favorite story be. I'll bet you. I'll bet you my left elbow, huh? Nick connects that part with this, so I need it. I'll tell you my favorite story of yesterday after we start the show officially. It's pretty hey, funny. That reminds me, I'm sorry, because I, I want to hear your favorite story. Michael, what did I bet Ian Bremmer? Didn't I bet him my leg? I think so. Or both knees or something like that. That the Chiefs and 49ers with... wouldn't make the Super Bowl? No, no. I think it was that Biden would not be the nominee. Mm. I can't remember. You bet a I'm leg. sure one of our listeners yeah, remembers. Let's go with the leg. Who bets a leg? Well, because I remember he signed off on the interview with, I want your leg. 
or something to that effect. We got to figure that out. Anyway, Jack, I'm sorry, I interrupted. What's your story? We're still. Well, we're going to start the show officially. Then I'll tell you. I'm Jack okay. Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Thursday, February eighth, the year 2024. Life will not be a bore in 24. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin the show then officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Pizza Hut is offering a so-called goodbye pie, which they can have delivered to their soon-to-be ex. I don't know, I feel like that could go a lot of different ways for the delivery guy. I didn't get any tips, but I got punched twice, and I have a new girlfriend. <laughs> Did you hear that rain is rolling into Las Vegas today? The big storms in L.A. have made their way to Las Vegas, so they're going to get pounding rain. It's going to be gone by game time on Sunday, but... uh you know, the early arrivers would like to be able to walk around on a beautiful Vegas day, and it'll be wet. Anyway, um, here's my favorite story. I will pray for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here's my favorite story from yesterday, which we'll get into more later. Some airline who's decided they're going to start weighing passengers and their bags, which makes perfect sense now that somebody mentions it, because I once had a bag rejected because it was over the 60-pound weight. It was like 65 pounds, and it was a huge ordeal. Oh. I had to buy another bag and separate out the stuff and blah, 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 blah. But I weigh 185. What about the guy that weighs 300, but his bag is 59 pounds? Yeah. I have to pay extra and go through all these histrionics to get on the plane? It doesn't make any sense. Or my two kids who combined weighed 130. <laughs> I mean, so the that, 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 that does make more sense. What is the weight of you and your bags? Yeah, part of it, and I hate to, uh, I hate to you know, cool your populist rant, but part of it's it's not a populist a, rant. It just makes sense. No, does it, it, if it's about the weight, bag limit is so they don't kill their uh, their bag handlers. So their bag handlers don't get injured. I thought it was, well, the, the, the way they portrayed it on the news last night, it was because uh, they have to distribute the weight. Otherwise, the plane is uh, lopsided. Oh, that's probably, yeah, with the passengers. Sure, yeah. No, the bags and the and the passengers. Okay, all right, then. All right. has nothing to do with the bag handlers. They, well, I don't they know. are strong men and men of steel. They can hurl any weight any, any, any time. It is true that nobody has to toss me onto the plane. Not yet. That'd be handy, though. How's your exercise program coming along? Wheeled <laughs> onto the plane, then tossed <laughs> into your seat. <laughs> um, uh, though we have lots of stuff we have to talk about today. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's quite good. Really good. Awesome. Here's our text line. 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. For the first time in four years, more Americans say we aren't in a recession than say we are in one. We haven't been in a recession in the last four years by the dictionary definition, I guess. But uh, we all felt like it. But now more of us don't feel like it. So I guess that's good news. I don't know. Hour four of yesterday's show, which you can grab via podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. We talked at length about the uh, seeming split between the economic numbers and everybody's mood and their feeling about the economy and their future. Uh, if you'd like to listen to that, uh, I thought it was a good discussion. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Woohoo! I think we'll do one more from Samuel Adams, at least. Well, I'm going to do two of them. Mankind are governed more by their feelings than by reason. Human nature doesn't change. True in yeah. 1789, true now. And then this one. You're... Our union is now complete. Our constitution composed, established, and approved. You are now the guardians of your own liberties. To that other one, that man is governed more by his emotions and his reasons, and there's plenty of data to uh, back up the idea that we use our emotions to uh, get someplace, and then we use our reason to back up that emotion, as opposed to the other way around. Mm. Then well, that would lead to a wild and chaotic globe. <laughs> That's what we all do every day. We seek out information that backs up the way we feel about things. Not me. 100% rational. Just speaking for myself. <laughs> That's right. That's Andy. Mailbag. Aren't you Send fortunate? your rational and irrational thoughts to mailbag at armstrongyketty.com. <laughs> I love this one so much. <clears throat> a dad and a son are together. A heartwarming family tableau. Dad says, knock, knock. Who's there? Hike. Haiku. Haiku. There we go. Try to pay attention. Huh. Unsuspecting son. Dad waiting with bated breath. 
sets the perfect trap. Ugh, what, God? A knock-knock joke that becomes a haiku. How perfect was that? Oh, jeez. The beautiful ancient Japanese art of the haiku, Jack. Magical. <laughs> I just, I, I don't understand anybody's fascination with the haiku. <laughs> For newish listeners to the program, there was a period of time where uh, listeners would send in haikus about the news stories of the day, <laughs> right. which I thought were fabulous and hilarious and just angered Jack. <laughs> so, little throwback for you. Moving along. Uh, John writes, I've been listening long enough to know that Tim Sandifer is a principled man. I also believe uh, Tom McClintock is a principled, principled man. And I listened to their argument about whether uh, uh, Orcus should be impeached or not with interest. I believe both of them always, but I have my own views. I've got nothing. They're both smarter than me. Just close the effing border. Ah, I like that, John. We, I like we, that, buddy. We've got a quote from the author of the bill, Senator Langford, coming up uh, is basically to that point. Uh, David writes, didn't you guys mention today that EVs are not doing nearly as well as originally predicted, projected? Doesn't Jack own a Tesla? Isn't he the ultimate cooler? It's pretty clear to me he's going to be the one responsible for the demise of electric vehicles. Wow. Just like, wow. I, wore, just like I bought a 49ers hat and they lost three games, I burnt it, then they ended up in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I bought an electric car and changed an industry. <laughs> they're getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Your ability to doom various enterprises extends beyond the world of sport. Unbelievable. Never got to that story yesterday. Some of the details are really interesting. I think the electric car thing may be over. Mm, really? Yeah, hybrid is the future, but electric cars, nah. I'd, I'd like to get to this if we can. About 70% of liberal 12th, 12th grade girls, 70% believe women are discriminated against in getting a college education. These are high school seniors. What? Despite the fact that women obtain more bachelor's, master's, and PhDs than men, and there are 11 times more women-only than men-only scholarships. We got to talk about that more. That is interesting. Yep. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but 
you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Ahead of the Super Bowl this Sunday, Homeland Security officials are cracking down on counterfeit goods, warning people to be on the lookout for knockoff jerseys, T-shirts, and memorabilia. That's the concern about security at the Super Bowl? Some of the T-shirts and purses might be fake? All right, we'll be okay. So old uh, Alejandra Mayorkas is really on the spot for that one. Good to hear it. <laughs> Beware of knockoff T-shirts. Uh, how wow. about I'm not aware how about i just buy them if i think they look good so that's cbs who has the super bowl that was Nora o'donnell i recognize her voice cbs has a super bowl i'll bet the super bowl people made them put that story on there because anything that's not licensed nfl super bowl material obviously takes money out of their pocket because that's a dumb right. story right the department of homeland security says beware oh no my hat isn't certified Oh, yeah. I've bought many a knockoff whatever just because it was so much cheaper. That's Speaking funny. of the Super Bowl and anybody who just says Super Bowl is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it, the whole Super Bowl ads. I love the ads. I like to watch the ads. The Super Bowl ads, they're such great ads. I mean, that that leapt the shark a number of years ago. It's now a little worn out. They are well, pretty good. There are some good ones, some really good ones, and they put a lot of budget into it. No well, doubt. Part of that, I was thinking about this. Somebody referenced one of the old Super Bowl blowouts. Remember, we had like a 10, 15-year period there where every game sucked. Now, it's like every game comes down to the last play. So, you know, it's a different thing. At any rate, uh, what you can expect, last year, 40% of the commercials featured multiple celebrities. Multiple celebrities. Mm -hmm. And this year is supposed to be the same as uh, the brands have recognized that you get immediate attention. People look if they recognize the celebrity. Whereas if you're trying to set up a scenario, here's a, a mom who's like a stunt woman crashing her car into the wall, whatever. Uh, you know, that you got to grab people with that. A celebrity's like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. Uh, so they're going crazy with celebrities. And many star-studded commercials have already been released, including the Michelob Ultra spot featuring Lionel Messi, Jason Sudeikis, and Dan Marino, and a Bet MGM ad starring Tom Brady, Vince Vaughn, and Wayne Gretzky. Well, I'd say uh, they're still spending a gazillion dollars to try to have the most compelling ads they can when they've got the most eyeballs on them of any broadcast. But 
you know, the lands, the media landscape's so much different. First of all, you, you get hit with so many ads every single day. Everything you click on, you have to watch an ad first. Uh, all the ads come out early and are floating around the internet, so very mm. few surprises. You know, it's just it's a different world. And they make the point that there are so many celebrities appearing during the game, it's really hard to tie the celebrity to the brand. Mm. It's a celebrity soup, said one uh, ad expert. Uh, Tom Brady's appearance marks the fourth time since 2016. He's served as a pitch man during the big game, tied with Christopher Walken, who appears in uh, ads for BMW this year. Okay. But when it comes to Super Bowl ubiquitousness, nobody can beat Serena Williams. The all-time tennis great appeared in no less than seven Super Bowl commercials over that stretch. I wonder if she I bought a single... Like every other commercial. I wonder if I ate a single more chip or changed phone carriers or drove a different car or anything because of Serena Williams showing up in any commercials. Not that I recall. Drank a different soda. I don't know. Which is, again, the problem. Not that I recall. What's, what ad she been in? I, I don't remember. But anyway, uh, how you watch sports, speaking of sports, might be about to get more confusing, expensive, and weird. ESPN, Fox, Big Fox, and Warner Brothers are going to combine their sports content for a new super streaming service that was secret until they announced it yesterday, even from the big sports leagues. And they are almost in on, almost always in on the discussions of changes to the way sports are going to be presented. They've always partnered up with the big uh, media companies. But this time, those uh, aforementioned media uh, giants got together more or less in secret and crafted this giant super sports stream that's coming up uh, coming out in the future. And what's that going to do? Uh, let's see. Subscribers will have access to all the networks from the three companies, the show sport, that's uh, Disney's ESPN family, all of the ESPNs, and ABC, Fox Broadcast Network and Fox Sports Cable Networks, and Warner's TNT, TBS, and True TV, whatever the hell that is. Um, but uh, that leaves out uh, CBS Sports and one other significant one. Oh, it doesn't include CBS Sports, NBC Sports. And streaming services like Amazon's Prime and Apple TV that sometimes have sports. Or there was a game on Peacock, right? That, that what, right. The Chiefs were on Peacock. Well, at well that's that's what I was going to ask. So the, the first Chiefs playoff game was the first time a playoff game had ever been on a you got to pay for it network. And uh, are we going to head more that direction from this? Or has this got anything to do with that? Are we, are we headed toward more of like a la carte? I got to pay 20 bucks because I want to watch... The 49ers-Packers game? I don't think so. I think this is actually a pretty big consolidation. So okay. you'll just get new Sportso Stream or whatever they're going to call it. If, if they've come out with a name, I missed it. But um, it'll actually simplify streaming sports. But there's going to be less available probably where you get it now. Uh, they think this is the death knell for uh, cable TV. Which was about as healthy and vigorous as Joe Biden, honestly. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but but this will push it right into the grave, they think. Or what? whatever is just shy of the grave, a niche service. Man, if any sport could go pay-per-view, the NFL could do it with, the, with, their, uh, with a lot of their games, certainly their playoffs. I'm sure they've crunched the numbers to figure out what makes the most money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, old media, quote unquote, 
um, including uh, cable TV and streaming services and sports networks, are struggling like crazy. I mean, ESPN has been cleaning house like the mother-in-law is about to show up. They're firing everybody. They're cutting back on contracts and, and everything. So, yeah, this is a big consolidation so they can continue to somehow squeeze some revenue out of it. Well, it's also complicated, like the, um, and it's so much different than it was just a few years ago. I probably watched the majority watch slash listen to the majority of that 49ers game that had damn near 60 million people watching nationwide, which is a huge number, on my phone while I was running errands. I had to run some kids around and do some stuff, and I've got it on my phone, sitting in my car, listening to the audio, glancing at the thing, trying not to have a wreck. But I don't know how that factors into ratings or if I'm the ads or I don't even know any of that stuff. Right, right. And, and the companies are still trying to figure out some of that stuff themselves. And, and how to stay afloat. Uh, final sports note, uh, Canada, which if you're not familiar with this, is, uh, is uh, as crazy as the United States is, Canada is full on woke Looney Tunes. They bought a lot of the DEI crap because Canadians are so genial. So they <gasps> fell for the, if you're a good person and a nice person, you'll spout this stuff. And so they're like, well, I'm a good, nice person, so I guess I'll spout it. So they've gone way down the road of of DEI uh, insanity. You remember the, uh, the the dude with those ridiculous prosthetic breasts who was allowed to teach school children uh, and, and call himself a woman, and they didn't know what to do about it. Well, uh, footage has emerged of five transgender players hijacking a woman's college volleyball game in Canada. The footage showed the five athletes dominating those silly chicks in their volleyball match between Seneca College and Centennial College in Toronto a couple of weeks ago. The biologically male athletes were seen... Oh, no, no, no. That's right. I vowed. I'm not using biologically male. That's the only kind of male there is. And the only kind of female is your biological sex. I don't care if you feel effeminate. That doesn't make you a woman. Anyway, the male athletes were seen smashing the ball past their female teammates... The controversial players each stayed on the court for the entire game, while the female players were substituted on and off the game. The game sparked outrage among conservatives, ah, sane people, yeah, who I raised health fears a... for the women athletes and were furious to see them being benched. What kind of writing is that? So you have to be a conservative before you have you raise your eyebrows about a bunch of dudes dominating women's ball- volleyball? And and all five of the players weren't on the same team. Seneca played three men during the game in women's sports, who hilariously claimed to be women. And Centennial countered with two male players in a woman's sport, hilariously claiming to be women. The biological males were always on the court. There were at least five dudes on the court every moment as the women kind of shuffled in and out, shaking their heads in discouragement. We will look back on this time with anger and derision as a, as a society. I'm, I, hope, I hope we're around to uh, discuss it, because that'll be uh, interesting. A lot of us are looking at it now with anger and derision, right. as is appropriate. So there's, um, you can get the tape now of the first Super Bowl, which is kind of throwback. I want to talk a, a little bit about that, but maybe a throwback way of investing is... Precious metals, like gold, you know, with all the talk of cryptocurrencies and all these different sorts of newfangled things, some of the old tangible assets are making a comeback, like precious metals. 
Yeah, gold and other precious metals have been a sound investment for banks, governments, businesses, and individuals for centuries. And there are several reasons why. One primary advantage of adding gold to your portfolio is its stability. Gold is also a good defense against inflation. Yeah, and another advantage of gold is nobody knows you have it unless you tell them. Nobody can hack into anything and figure out what you got. And in the unlikely event of a massive financial crisis, you can use your gold as currency. Go to OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free and request the info kit today or just make a purchase of precious metals. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free. That's OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free, either for the guide or to invest. OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free. The uh, entire three-hour broadcast of Super Bowl One is now available. They didn't even know it existed until a couple of years ago. Some guy personally recorded it. CBS and NBC covered Super Bowl One, but both destroyed the tapes because they didn't think it was a big deal. The, the L.A. Coliseum, where it was held, um, was like a third full. You could walk up and buy tickets that day. I think we probably had sports about right then <laughs> in terms of its significance. You know, and all the players had jobs in the offseason and stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, um, one of the interesting things that comes out of it, one of the most famous shots, is it was uh, Kansas City Chiefs even then uh, in the Super Bowl against the Packers and the famous shot of Chiefs quarterback Len Dawson sitting there smoking cigarettes on the bench. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but a whole bunch of the ads were cigarette ads. It was before cigarettes had been banned on television. The quarterback sitting there. Oh, man, this is some game, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Tell you what really helps me relax between series. A Winston. I'm Len Dawson for Winston Cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, fantastic. That's oh, yeah. my God. It, you know, it kind of gets to the trans thing you were just talking about. Attitudes with more information can change drastically. A lot of things. Well, and in the case of this volleyball game, uh, apparently all or most of the players were fully intact males. So you're out there with testicles and a penis calling yourself a woman, and the volleyball authorities are saying, okay, I guess you're a woman. I don't want anybody to call me a bad person. It's unimaginable. I couldn't tell when I read that story. Is that a woke thing, or was that one of those deals where some guys were trying to prove a point by doing that? Yeah, I hope it's the latter. I really do, because there are some activists in Canada who are doing stuff like this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to um, take it to its, its, its Looney Tunes extreme to make your point. So if that's what was happening there, I salute the guys. Although, I think at least one or two of the women got injured by getting smacked in the head with the ball. President Biden referred to another dead European leader yesterday. Second time in a couple of days. That's not good. Uh, that and a whole bunch of other stuff. We got Katie's headlines on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We passed a major milestone financially as a country yesterday. That we should uh, get into in hour two. Very troubling. Uh, we'll go unnoticed and nothing will be done about it, though. I can tell you that for certain. Well, that kind of takes the fun out of it. But. Mm. <laughs> eh, let's figure out who's reporting what. It's the lead story with Katie Green. Katie. Thank, thank you, guys. From Fox News, Biden claims he spoke with German chancellor who died in 2017 at first G7 meeting in latest gaffe. 
Here's my favorite thing about it. He did it twice. Twice yesterday, he referred to Helmut Kohl, former German chancellor, and the way that he referred to Franz Mitterrand, former uh, French leader. And uh, he did the Hermit Cole thing twice yesterday. So did nobody pull him aside and say, hey, you, you mentioned Cole. He's been dead for 25 years. Um, oh, shouldn't have done that. Because then he went out and did it again at the next lunch. I'm no expert in the paranormal, Jack. But my working theory is that people who have one foot in the grave perhaps are able to communicate with their old friends on the other side. Helmut Kohl, Francois Mitterrand. It's possible. He sees dead people. Uh-huh. From the Washington Times, retailers flee cities as unarmed security and public authorities curb to th- fail to curb thefts. There we yeah. go. Mm-mm. That's racism, according to Ayanna Presley. That's why stores are closing in cities. Racism. What were they focusing on in that particular article, Katie? Do you know? Uh, they, they brought up several instances. They had one from Maryland, another one in Philadelphia. They're talking about a, huh? a thief stabbing a security guard in Philadelphia. Gotcha. So the, the San Francisco disease has spread across the nation. Fantastic. Good to see the hellholes of the East Coast getting a little attention. It's about time. From the New York Times, medical cannabis is beginning to be used to treat sick pets and even zoo animals like elephants and tigers. Wow, we're getting our tigers high now. Boy, these are weird times. Stoned elephants just laying around. Flop in their trunk back and by what would a stoned elephant do? I eat a hell of a lot of Oreos. I mean, pallets full of them. From ABC News, Titanic submersible inside a whistleblower's campaign to warn the company. Before? Years before. Okay, oh, well, yeah. that, that could turn into quite the lawsuit. From Gizmodo, AI deployed nukes. To have peace in the world, intense war simulation. Ah, wow. So they did some sort of simulation with AI, and AI thought, you know, the best way to bring peace is to uh, uh, use some nukes. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Yeah. Wow, it, nice. It said um, that, I just want to have peace in the world. A lot of countries have nuclear weapons. Some say we should disarm them. Others like posture. We have it, so let's use it. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. It's a little mumbled or jumbled. Well, speaking of AI, Google's out with their version of ChatGPT. It's a subscription dealio. More on that to come. Hmm, I want to hear that. From the New York Post, 91-year-old cat cancer patient viciously knocked to ground by would-be robber pleads he would have kicked his ass if he was younger. Hmm. Yeah, I'll bet. Page six. Robert De Niro, 80. And baby daughter, Gia, 10 months old, snuggle in rare family photo. Oh, that's cute. That's he'll be sweet. He'll be dead before she's 10. And finally. 10. Before she's in kindergarten. The Babylon Bee. After death of immigration bill, McConnell gives Republicans the silent treatment. Oh, oh, like when he freezes up and everything. Yeah, okay. That's yet another joke about the old. What is the theme emerging here? Uh, McConnell's got to go. He is barely better than Biden on the ancient and shuffling and and kind of mumbling scale. That's all physical, though, right? His mind seems to be okay. 
Mm, I don't know. It's, it's time to go. He's not referencing long dead leaders of uh, previous decades. I'll grant you that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the major financial milestone that the United States uh, reached yesterday, worth mentioning to kick off hour two, should be troubling. It will trouble you, then you'll forget about it, and it won't make it the news most places, and nobody in the government will do anything about it. That's the main takeaway. Again, you're sucking the fun out of it in advance. You can't be a fun suck in advance or nobody will come to the party. It's it's really quite amazing. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I want to hear about that new AI thing you mentioned. If you miss a segment of the show, uh, get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 